September 5th, 2019, and we're in the shed. Adam, Sammy the dog, and myself, Kurt Mullen, and we are excited to be back to do another episode, and this episode is called episode number 10, Adam. Of what is Jim thinking? God, I miss Jim. I haven't seen him in a week. Well, we had dinner with him last week, but I haven't seen hide nor hair of him since, except last night, after acting class... You had to go gather your dog over at his place. Did you did you find him to be around? I didn't find him at all. I went up these steep stairs that he has. He never has a light on. Okay. And said, see you, Jim. Thanks for taking care of him. Right. And I left. Right. And I got paranoid that maybe I took the wrong dog. Oh, Jesus Christ. Imagine if you did that. And got home and I was like, what the fuck? You know, I'd be freaked out. I know. If if you got all the way back to West Peabody and you looked back there and there was a dog with giant balls attached to it. Oh, Teddy. All right, it's September 6th. Kurt and Adam are dead. I killed them. That'd be the whole podcast, probably. Huh. Would it be, would it be an episode number two? Like, what would, what would take place? He wouldn't even number it. He wouldn't even care. He'd just say that and walk out like a hero. It's so heartwarming sometimes to just to think about what Jim would do, you know, sometimes in certain circumstances like that. It just I, warms the heart. Well, he wouldn't mourn for us. He barely mourned for, I hate to say this out loud, I'm sure he mourned for his mother, but he's not the mourning type, I don't think. I think he'd be a little bit sad, right? He'd just express it differently. I think there's a whole lot of things that he's doing when sadness descends on his shoulders right. that we just don't see. I think he might be what they call an SMF. A closet mourner? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's the S for? Oh, Southern? Oh, a subtle motherfucker. A subtle mo- oh. Do you think there's anything that's really... Did you make that up or is that actually a thing? Oh, just look it up in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, it's there. You know, I never knew that LMAO means laughing my ass off. Oh, yeah. And it, it took me like half an hour to try to figure out what it could possibly mean. Right. And you, you did puzzle it out, though. No, I Googled it. Oh. Yeah. So you lost a half hour there. Did that happen yeah, early? Yeah, but it was peaceful. Okay. Where were you when this happened? I, I mean, I've done this with all these things. Like, I, I heard, uh, oh, SMH. Stu, my friend Stu, said SMH the other day. I'm like, what the? fuck does that mean you should know that one and i just kept thinking jim has like, used to google it jim has been using that for years I, I, i'm hurt on behalf of jim that you don't know smh i thought it was like smell my hand or something like that but it's shaking my head and i am smh right now well it is what it is okay well i mean i'm just asking you to pay a little attention so what are we going to talk about tonight well i just want to know since the last time i saw you Last night. Oh, yes. Acting class. Right. Right. And what did we learn at the very end? After we we essentially resigned last night, did we not? What do you mean? Oh, well, no, we're we're starting improv next week. Oh, we're taking a respite. No, we're moving up. I'm proud of the way we communicated to Mark before we left that we will not be back. Well, I'm proud of you did it, and then I just, at the end of your speech, I said, me too. <laughs> it worked. Remember that? And he noted it. Yeah, he said, okay. I don't think he was upset that I was leaving. I think he likes you. I don't think so. I think he did an incredible job last night. Are you just saying that as a friend? I'm not snowing you. I wouldn't fucking say that. When you see me up there, do you go like, please God, let it go all right, don't let him have a panic attack? 
No, I don't think that at all. You, you never look nervous to tell I'm you. I'm not thing. anymore. The first oh, okay. night I was freaking out, seriously. Yeah. But after that, I did it, and then I'm totally at peace. But Great. I don't know how I come off. That's why we freaking do these things. It's to get through that. And, by the way, that first night, I forget what your script was. Was it the Washington Post one? Yeah. Okay. You did a great job that night, and then you did, you were like the um, boyfriend, the hookup guy in the nursery, and the lady was pushing you away. But um, that first night, when you said you were so nervous, I couldn't see it. The only evidence I saw of anxiety was, and I'd never seen this in you in all the years that I've known you, but I noticed that your ear turned bright crimson red. Is that true? Yeah, it was a real telling sign of, of nerves. It was bright red. I've never seen anything like it. Why are you looking at my ear? I You were just up there under the lights, no, you know? No, no, You can't deny me my own reality. I don't think that happened. Yeah, it was crimson red. It was the most, it was the crazy, it was like it matched your shirt. No. So anyway, so we're moving on to improv. <laughs> Monday nights, baby. We told Mark we won't be back because we're going to improv. Comedy, improv. On Monday nights for the next five weeks. What do you think Jim's going to think, though? Like, because he's so into our acting. Do you think he's going to be more favorable to improv or be disappointed that now we're doing improv? He is going to love us as improvisers because we're going to show up at these dinners and we're going to just act like mimes half the time. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? Well, I think we're just, whether we do mime stuff and improv, I don't think we'll do, but we'll show up at Loretta's and we'll just start, we'll we'll like try to convince them we're actually doing like mime class or something. We'll be like, what, you don't know what improv is? It's, no, wait, just start acting like mimes. What makes you bring mimes into improv? Well, it's like uh, performance stuff, you know, it's just fucking around with Jim, really. That's all we do. I know, so we'll just make shit up. I'm confused though, but improv is like you say something and you lead the other person into saying yeah. something back. Yeah. Are you? Are we supposed to mime things too? No, no, no. Don't so make I, me nervous. No, 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 no. So, but I think so. We're gonna do all that shit, and and improv's really fun because we talked about it a little bit. Like it's 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 um it's it's basically a team. Yeah. Endeavor. Like you're you're helping each other. You 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 know. I hope we keep it funny. One person in our class last night was talking about how her improv things sometimes turn sad. I don't think that's going to happen to us. I think it's called comedic improv. So you're, you're, you're up on stage with four or five of you. You're giving a word, another word from the crowd, and you, like, you just go with it. You plot out a story together. Well, what, why I said I'm, I'm excited about this is that with our acting class, it's fine, but it goes on forever and it's defined and you, there's not as much creative license. I like this because, like, last night I was telling you I was playing a angel of all things, trying to talk a guy down from jumping off a roof, you know, and he was ODing on barbiturates and alcohol. And, suicidal. And, suicidal. Yeah. And my part was, I was trying to kind of ham it up, and he was very serious. And my part was, like, to convince him not to do it. But if I had my way, if it was improv, it would have been, like, go ahead, do it. I, mean, I totally support you. I think you should do it. That's, you're being positive. That's how you... Yes, and kill yourself. I'd be like... No, not only that. I'd be like, good for you. It's, it takes balls to, to jump off a roof. I can't name three people who would really care if you if you did what you're going to do right now. Me? No, not you, but the bearded one. 
Oh, good. Yeah. Who's the bearded one? The suicidal gentleman on the stage. Not, oh, oh. not Stefan himself, who seems like a really nice Super guy. Super nice guy. But the character, and he's like one of the better actors in the whole He group. really is, but he's taking it too seriously. He's ruining my whole... See, if it was up to me and him, and we could have talked beforehand, I was like, hey, let's make this kind of funny. But he was super serious and into it, and I was like, I don't really care about this guy. If he jumps, he jumps. Yeah. Well, Stefan makes me think, how old is he? Probably 30 at most. Okay. What do you think? Um, yeah, I was going to guess like 30, 28, you know? Yeah. So he seems like a kid who's like from around here. What is? Have you thought about what his life is like? Not at all. Okay. But I do like, he's very yeah. likable, and it's, it'd be someone like I'd... I'd probably would really enjoy hanging out with yeah absolutely he seems like a, a just a good soul you know like he, when you do i i was on stage with him recently too yeah. i don't know if you were there that night maybe not what was your skit uh what the hell it was like missed a, a couple it up yeah am i gonna come up with it oh yeah 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 he was um he was uh sh- he was uh stripping my wife in the in a part from the play called betrayal he was my best friend who'd been having an affair with my wife. Oh, like the skit last night that they... Wasn't the guy that was stooping the, the woman's sister? That was that was a different... From a different play. Mark really likes these plays where people are having affairs. There were so many affair stories in, in this cold reading class. Yeah, and he also started one off with the woman... Her first line was, Do you want to fuck... And she was gross. And I think everyone was thinking in the audience, not you. The poor lady, there isn't a trace of sexual energy left in her body. I mean, it just, I mean, just to tell it straight, it made you wince to hear her say that. And we had to listen to her say it like a couple times because they redid it. It was such a stretch for her. Yeah, it sucked. It was really annoying to watch that, I admit. Um, but how about getting, I mean, I get my, my, play and in my my excerpt and like it calls for me to be making out with my partner Ugh. i mean that and she was groping you and she liked it i really think that she if if it was reality she would have definitely wanted to fuck you <laughs> and what did she look like she was miss maine no she was miss maine 40 years ago <laughs> what, what did she look like last night you know, a part of me, I'm getting old, so a part of me wanted to tell her after that she had nice eyes. She does, but what does she look like now? I hope she, they don't find this podcast. Well, she's overweight. She's, no, I she's, explained I can, to Amy yeah. that she's now, uh, she's lost none of her confidence. No, she's, she's very... super yeah. confident. Yep. Yeah. Uh, straightforward. When she heard me asking Mark, the director, hey, what do I do about all this kissing? I knew she was going to be like, she was. She was like, don't worry, Kurt, I'm not going to grope you. And I was but like, she did. Backpedaling. And then she groped me. Uh, but she was, she was cool. What does she look like? I explained to Amy this morning, who was fucking laughing her ass off when I told her about my predicament last night. She and was, how she emerged. She said she was trying to unbutton your button. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I forgot to tell Amy that. I forgot to, yeah, tell Amy about that. But, uh, yeah, so there was that. That would have been a real nice treat for her to see my white kitten. Ugh. <laughs> my chest hair. That would have been awesome under the bright she, light. She was so horny at that point that she would have just... She, I don't even think she was acting. I think she got so into it that she thought she was going to get lucky. Huh. She was going to, like, just nuzzle her face in your white kitten. 
Well, I mean, let's talk about that for a second because uh, she's probably got a white kid in down below. Okay. Um, so how about, I mean, that's, that's tough stuff. And, and, you know, I was going to tell her that they need to be loved too. these ladies. I think this would be if Jim like ever left gentle giant, you know, what? No, I don't know where you're going with this. Well, he's by himself and she lives on federal street and she's by herself. No way. He's so picky. No way. If, If they're the, literally the last two people on the earth. The Earth would die with them. Hmm. Anyway, so I think we've covered it. We've covered a lot. Yeah. I feel like we kind of got off track a little bit too, but I liked it. No, I th- and I, you know, if you want to say, what does Jim think? I think Jim would think of this po- a podcast as great because he loves, he's so into our acting class that I think this, is, this one goes to Jim. This is for you, Jimbo. This one he wouldn't kill us for. Episode 10.